Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. Last week, there were two stories in the papers about bankers being taken for a ride by conmen and nutters. Both tales were profoundly enjoyable. Seeing investment bankers with egg on their faces is always cheering. But they were also enjoyably profound, making one question what bankers get up to all day and which talents are needed to perform those tasks well. The first story concerns a 49-year-old Brit who applied for a job as Deputy Chief Executive of a City of London bank. His background appeared pucker, Oxford, Harvard and then 20 years at J.P. Morgan. During two interviews with headhunters and Arley United Bank, Peter Gwinnell made all the right noises and was duly appointed. After doing the job for a month, during which time he did what senior bankers do and took a lot of flights and attended a lot of meetings, someone ran some checks on him. They found he had never worked at J.P. Morgan. He had never studied at Oxford or at Harvard. Instead, he was a con man, who had been in prison and, after last week's conviction for fraud, is now under the supervision of a probation officer and being treated for depression. The interesting thing about this story, apart from making you wonder what headhunters do for the huge fees if they can't even be bothered to do a basic Google search, is how easy it is to con people into thinking you're a senior banker. You simply need to invest in the right wardrobe and learn the right language. Mr Gwinnell was pictured in the papers looking entirely plausible in the perfect shade of deep banker blue shirt and the perfect sort of grey pinstripe suit. And though history doesn't relate exactly how he spoke in those meetings, all that was required was for him to talk in such a way that no one else could understand what he was saying, so that it wouldn't matter if he didn't understand it himself. Last week provided the perfect example of the sort of talk required at the highest level in investment banking. James Gorman, CEO of Morgan Stanley, gave an interview to the Wall Street Journal in which he said, We've focused less on building pure flow, client-driven business. What we're doing strategically is going back to the future. It's a sweet spot where we're very comfortable. Any decent con man should be able to mug up a pure flow of sweet spots and Bob's your uncle, or Peter's your banker. The second story is less dramatic, as there is no court case but merely a paragraph buried in a Securities and Exchange Commission filing spotted by a keen journalist on the Houston Business Journal. However, it thrills me even more as it shows the great Goldman Sachs being made a fool of by a homeless bloke. The bank, along with Greenhill & Co., has been acting for Dynergy, the US energy producer that Carl Icahn is trying to bid for. During the go-shop process, in which the bankers try to tease out higher bids, 
Dynergy received an unsolicited letter from an outfit calling itself Buisson Baudouin Rondelot, expressing an interest in buying it. According to the filing, the person who signed the letter did not respond to repeated telephonic and written attempts by Goldman Sachs and Greenhill and Co. to contact him. Finally, a Goldman banker tracked him down and found he was using a phone number associated with a Columbia, South Carolina telephone exchange and a return address associated with a homeless shelter. The filing then reveals that Buisson Baudouin Rondela did not appear in searches of public records on the internet. When the Goldman banker finally managed to speak to the homeless person, he indicated that he did not have financing for the purported proposal and had no prior experience in acquiring public companies. This offers a fairly scary glimpse into what goes on in an M&A department. Bankers, like headhunters, ignore what common sense tells them. But unlike headhunters who do no checking at all, they check to a fault. And then, once they've all been led thoroughly up the garden path, some poor lackey solemnly documents the journey for the SEC's elucidation. Surely any imposter or anyone homeless would have done better than this. They would have taken one look at the ludicrous company name, spent two seconds Googling it and thrown the letter in the bin. Unless, of course, the bankers were pretty sure they were wasting their time, but as they were being paid so very handsomely, were more than happy to do so. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.